Aaron Paul reveals Netflix pays him zero in residuals from his award-winning Breaking Bad role as he joins the rally against streaming giants. So Aaron Paul has made the shocking revelation that he hasn't earned a single dollar in residuals from his role in Breaking Bad despite the show's ongoing success. The actor, 44, who played Jesse Pinkman, the student-turned-drug-making business partner of Brian Cranston's Walter White, disclosed the damning news while picketing outside Sony Pictures in California alongside his former co-stars amid the ongoing Hollywood strike. I don't get a piece from Netflix on Breaking Bad, to be totally honest, and that's insane to me, Paul said. Shows live forever on these streamers, and it goes through waves. I saw just the other day that Breaking Bad was trending on Netflix. Paul continued to ET Canada. It's such a common sense, and I think a lot of these streamers, they know they've been getting away with not paying people fair wage, and now it's time to pony up. Now, what I find to be kind of interesting, right? Like, what is fair wage? in this context, right? Because when you think about it, not many people get paid residuals or like recurring income from something, like from work that they've done months ago, years ago, decades ago. Like very little people actually get paid that type of way. Like sometimes if you're in sales and you're selling a product like a program or like a like some sort of platform or subscription kind of thing, maybe you get like a residual. If you're insurance, probably you're going to get a residual. If you're selling like, like I don't know, some sort of contract or something like like ongoing service, okay, maybe you get a residual. But like most people who get paid like a salary don't get any sort of residuals so I just find it kind of interesting like Hollywood is in those one categories where like these actors are potentially able to make a lot of money from residuals like from work that they've done years ago like it's just kind of crazy so the Jesse Pinkman star marched in solidarity with SAG AFTRA which has been on strike since July 14th in solidarity with the Writers Guild, which has been striking since May. Which, by the way, I completely forgot that this was even going on. Together, the unions are fighting for necessary action over residual pay and the increasing use of AI in production. Breaking Bad debuted in January 2008 and was the second original series ever to debut on AMC behind the critically acclaimed Mad Men. The hit drama, which ran for five seasons, followed Walter White as a 50-year-old science teacher who gets sucked into the world of drugs. According to reports, Paul made an eye-watering $150,000 per episode, while his co-star and lead protagonist, Cranston, took home $225,000. The success of Brigham Bad spawned the creation of the equally beloved spin-off, Better Call Saul, starring... Bob Odenkirk as the shady lawyer Jimmy McGill Saul Goodman. And Better Call Saul aired for another six seasons on AMC between 2015 and 2022, which showed how a mild-mannered lawyer named Jimmy McGill transformed into an outlaw and friend of the cartel. But also, think about that. Like, I don't know how many episodes were in those five seasons, but like $150,000 per episode, 
this guy was probably like he probably cleared multiple millions of dollars from this show. So, and he's probably got like a lot of acting uh, careers and like gigs and whatnot afterwards. That probably also made him a lot of money after this show because this show really blew up in terms of popularity. So, is that not a fair wage? 150k per episode? I mean, I don't know. I wouldn't mind that, you know. Let's see. Bergen Bad won 16 Emmy Awards, including back-to-back Outstanding Drama series wins for his final two seasons in 2013 and 2014. Paul himself picked up the Emmy for Outstanding Supporting Actor in a Drama series at the 2014 Awards, beating the likes of Game of Thrones star Peter Dinklage, Downtown Abbey's Jim Carter, and Ray Donovan's John Voight. Paul's fans have been left aghast over his bombshell, with many disgraced over the injustice. Breaking Bad is an excellent show. The actors deserve every dime they worked for, wrote one on Twitter. While another posted, this is so unacceptable. How is it even possible? Um, maybe because of the contract that they probably signed, that this is what they're going to get. Like, hmm. And Paul isn't the only star to have called out Netflix in recent weeks over its lack of paying actors' residuals. In July, Orange is the New Black's Diane Guerrero revealed she made so little money while starring in the hit Netflix series that she was forced to continue working at a bar to make ends meet. The 36-year-old actress who played Maritza Ramos said the money she was earning from the show didn't give her the financial freedom to give up her night gig. Meanwhile, Kimiko Glenn, who played inmate Brooke Soso, shared a foreign royalty statement containing a measly $27.30. Which, by the way, $27.30 is better than nothing. Because again, you're getting paid for something that you did in the past, you know? Ellen Pompeo recently blasted the streamer after it posted a meme featuring her Grey's Anatomy character referencing a season 2 episode. Me, when there's a bomb emoji in the chest cavity, Netflix wrote at the time, alluding to the -the over-the-top storyline of the episode. Also me, when at Netflix doesn't pay actors residuals, she wrote atop the image in her own post, which was shared to her Instagram stories. Hala, let's talk, she added. Now, here's the thing that people need to understand, too. Now, I am not 100% sure as to how Netflix works, but I'm pretty certain they basically pay for the license to show the, the show, right? So, like, say that they have Breaking Bad on their platform, right? They buy the rights to, like, license that show, for a set amount of time. So they pay basically the show's owners, right? Whoever owns the rights to the show, they pay them, right? So Netflix doesn't have to pay the actors for shows that they buy, right? Like that doesn't even make sense. But it all depends. Like the reason why like these people are not getting paid, right? residuals from Netflix is because, again, Netflix doesn't pay the actors, they pay the owners of these shows, right? 
in, these owners of the shows, the producers, etc., whatever, whoever owns it, probably had a contract signed with these actors saying, oh, if this goes on to streamings platforms, because a lot of these shows probably were made before streaming became big, right? They probably wrote it in, we're like, oh, you get no residuals from streaming services. But when it comes down to like TV shows on cable, you get a good residual, right? That probably is the case. So I just find it kind of interesting because like, I just find it interesting how so many actors feel entitled to residuals when it doesn't make any sense like at all right? Like, for example, it might make more sense for an actor to get paid a residual by Netflix if Netflix created a show, paid for all the actors for their wages, and signed a contract with those actors on their own show that they created a residual because they signed a contract for it. But if they're just buying the rights to show a show on their platform, why the hell would Netflix be required to pay the actors when they already paid for the rights to show the show on their platform to the owners of the show? Like, for example, right? Let's say that I were to create a movie, right? And in that movie were... 10 actors, not including me, right? Like, I'm not involved in the stuff at all. I'm just the owner of the movie. I paid those actors a wage, whatever, to make that movie, okay? And in the contract that I have with them, I say, you guys are paid this, you guys agree to it, you guys get no residuals, right? They signed that contract. Then I go and sell that movie, to like, let's say Netflix, right? Netflix pays me potentially like millions of dollars for the right to show that movie on their platform. I pocket that money. The actors don't get nothing because they signed a contract saying that there's no residuals and Netflix is never required to pay those actors that I hired a residual. Like that literally does not make sense for actors that were paid by some sort of firm, right, acting gig or whatever company, to create a show, why would a platform be forced to pay the actor when they were hired by this other firm to make the show? Like, it it just doesn't make any sense. Because also, none of them have ownership rights of the show. Like, you got to think about that. They don't have ownership rights of the show. If they were executive producers, they'd probably get residuals. But not from Netflix, but from just like the set amount that they sold the rights to Netflix for, right? So like, let's say the owners of um, Breaking Bad sold the licensing rights to Netflix for like, let's just say like $100 million, right? The owners and producer probably got a cut of that, like different like splits of that, and then none of the actors got anything. Probably. Right? Because why would they? They don't have ownership. 
Like, this is the thing that people don't understand. Like, ownership is basically everything. Like, you need to own your own stuff. This is why you could have, like, some of these comedians that, like, sell their shows to Netflix. They sell their rights to that show for a good amount of money. Like, they sell some of their, like, comedy specials that you see on there for, like, seven figures, maybe eight figures, right? They don't get residuals from it. They literally sell the rights of that show. Like, they sell that show to Netflix. Netflix is now the owner of that show, right? Unless they had, like, a specific licensing agreement, which Breaking Bad probably does, where they buy the show for a set amount of time. And again, if you're just an actor with no ownership rights, why the hell would you get a residual? I feel like some of these, like, actors are just so entitled, Yeah, see, this person says, they should do away with residuals. You played a part, you got paid to play the part, you go find a job. I bag groceries at the supermarket. Should I get residuals for customers coming back to the shop? Exactly. Like, it doesn't even make sense. That's not a Netflix problem. That's a contract problem. I don't watch TV, movies, streaming, etc. I don't even have a TV or cable for over 10 years now. I won't support a bunch of hypocrites who are completely out of touch with the average person and has no clue what real struggles are. Yeah. Sounds like he needs a better agent, probably. Streaming has ruined it for Hollywood actors. They get no residuals, but actors should just accept this change, just as regular people have to accept jobs going to H-1B, candidates, layoffs, recession, etc. Read your contract, Aaron. His agent let him sign a non-residual contract. The thing is, to my knowledge, my very limited knowledge, what apparently happens is that like a lot of like main character actors don't get paid residuals, they just get paid a really high amount of money per episode or per movie. Like, so, for example, Aaron Paul, Breaking Bad, got paid like 150 k per episode. That's some pretty damn good money, right? That's some good money per episode. But got nothing on the back end, right? I mean, same thing with uh, Law & Order SVU people. I think those people got paid like multiple six figures per episode, but they probably don't really get any residuals. And what about movie actors, right? A lot of movie actors will get paid like 10 million, 15 million, 20 million, but no residuals. Or if they do get residuals, it's very small. It's like a very small percentage. So it's just something to really think about. Like it really all depends on the contract that they signed. But feel free to give your thoughts. I just find this to be kind of interesting. Like, oh, you're complaining about not getting paid for work that you've done in the past. That's like the majority of jobs.